This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. This Billie Eilish is just adorbs. We love Billie. She's now 19 years old, you know, and she came into a bunch of money because she's talented and successful. So she doesn't really know what things cost. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did an interview with Vanity Fair. I mean, I would imagine that a kid getting a new apartment, for example, probably doesn't know how much shampoo costs, conditioner, you know, all the necessities that you take for granted. Sure. That mom and dad pay for. It's a lot of money. So... She made a slight error while trying to order some cereal. She, she's told Vanity Fair, it's, it's a really weird position I'm in. I feel kind of stupid because I'm like, I don't know how much Fruit Loops are. <laughs> I tried to order one box of Fruit Loops and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, it's $35. She goes, I didn't know that that's expensive. And she said, I ordered 70 boxes. So what had happened was she thought she was ordering one. She ended up with like a package of 70 miniature boxes. Uh, for for 30, 35, that's not a bad price. No, for 35, 70. But it just got me to thinking like, there's still a lot of stuff. I don't know how much things cost. You know, if it's not something that you buy regularly, like if some, well, like if a friend says to me, hey, Cub is having a sale on chicken breast, 98 cents a pound. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't know if that's a good deal or not. I have well, no idea. I recently had somebody say, you know, the pork butt will go on, on sale for like a buck a pound. And I was like, huh? And as opposed to what? What is it? Nor Is it $30 a pound right. normally? Is no it clue, $8? Right? I don't know what it costs. Yeah, I have some blind spots like that. Like I could tell you cereal is expensive. Like mind-bogglingly expensive okay yeah i said mind-bogglingly first of all though (laughs) if you're gonna say mind-bogglingly don't say it in regards to cereal i mean i get it it's it's a couple bucks more than you want it to be but it's not mind-bogglingly expensive why is it like it's almost like five dollars a box that's a lot of money but if you break it down per use, you're probably each bowl is about eh, 50 to 75 cents. I bet 50 cents. I bet you get through 10 bowls of cereal. Uh, is that not good enough for you? Mind-bogglingly. Uh, okay, and other things like cheese. Like Bacon. If you want to order cheese. Some- yes. You're, I'm like, 
How much for this cheese? It's like eight something. That's a lot of money. That's why, you know, um, now I, I am no loyalist to any one grocery establishment. When I get my uh, deli meat, as it were, from Target, mm-hmm. they usually do. You buy two pounds of deli meat and you get a half pound of cheese for free. Great. Or at deal. least that's what it was oh, a couple a years ago. I don't know if it's still going on, but then you can yep. get your baby lace, your Swiss baby lace. Right. You can get your pepper yak. You can get your sharp shadar, whatever you want. I don't even know what that is. Sharp shadar. Oh, <laughs> sharp shadar. Of course I do. That, sharp cheddar. I gotcha. Sharp I cheddar. Gotcha. Anyway, I thought it was a really cute story because I get it. I get it. If it's not something that you're used to purchasing, you're like, say what now? Here's something I don't like to spend money on. Not that I bought one recently, but every time I look at the cost of a belt. Right? I'm like, really? Ridiculous. Are you doing 20 to 30 bucks for this? I agree. That feels like a lot for a belt. I agree. Yeah, like those, this might be a fun Facebook question, maybe tomorrow. Like, what is something you didn't realize cost that much? More expensive than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'll do this thing where I'll go to buy something routine, socks. Yeah. And then suddenly I find myself initially taken aback <laughs> by the cost of whatever it is. It's like, oh, this is what you're charging for hoodies now? Well, maybe I don't need a hoodie. And then I'm like, I really, really kind of need a hoodie. Ah, am I going to spend twenty four ninety nine for this zip-up jacket? Oh, that's cheap, buddy. Well, I got... See, I don't know. Yeah. I got a, uh, a zip-up hoodie. Thank you guys Where'd for asking. Where'd you get it, by asking. the way? I need yeah. one. I need Thank you one. for asking. Hey. I got it at Cusco. Great prices. And I believe that when I got it, it was twelve ninety seven, and I was at Cusco on Friday to get Miots, meats, and I saw it for six ninety seven. Wow. It's Sherpa lined. It's a great oh, thick... Oh, really? Uh, it's a great thick... Uh, zip up hoodie for if you're going to stand in the garage for a little bit or you know it's not a thin one it's it's thick and warm and looks great I like the kind that have the thermal inside the thermal sure sure you know, I went to when I was at Costco, and I'm glad we're talking about this during the beat. Um, when <laughs> Just I was thinking at, that same thing, <laughs> when I was it all started with Billie Eilish not knowing how much cereal cost. When I was at Costco, I for, for one of the first times ever just bought the things I went there for, didn't buy anything else, got out for under $65, wow. which for me at Costco is incredible. But I, I, I walked through the clothing and I thought, oh, I want a big oversized flannel button up that I can wear out when I'm smoking meats in the garage. I want all these and I'm looking at all of them and there's incredible prices. Incredible. Yeah. It's, it's a good. lost leader for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They know their meats are less expensive, but they're in the back of the store, and so they know that you're going to have to zigzag your way out. Yes, and you're going to have a cart full of stuff by the end. <laughs> yes, of yeah, on your way They there. lose money gonna, on the gonna, meat, and they make money on the goldfish. You pick up a hardcover book, you know, some cheese, some hardcover soup. book. You're right; they do have a lot of hardcover <laughs> right, books, don't right they? before the food. Yes, right. Could be the, one of the right only places the selling hardcover books. Not a lot of hardcovers around. Most people paperback, but they have the big hardcover books. I've been looking for the Seinfeld music for the entire segment. Uh, <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. Oh, oh Lord! God. Well, anyway. listen. Uh, we had other music stories to get to, but do we have time? Oh, we don't. No, we're we're out of time here.
All right. Oh, now, this is going to be great. Um, I love it, A, when Donna puts any story in regarding money. We were talking about hypothetical financial scenarios earlier. How much would you, it cost you to blank? You're going to love this. This has to do with Fauci, how much he makes, which I don't know the answer to this, and how much some other federal employees make. We'll do this as a guessing game. Yes, I love it. it. We'll do higher, lower. Great, and these always end up being depressing for the rest of us. That's when we return. It's the Donna and Steve Show on my talk. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat, (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband span stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent underwear to a guy? Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married yeah, man we're talking thing. about. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 107. Everything Entertainment. 1994, I bet this song came out. You think it's that late? I think it's 94 or 95. Great song. I wish we had more from him like that. Kissed by a rose. See, oh, I'm going to say 94. Kiss from a and, rose. And uh, 94. Wow, good job, Steve. There's a couple years of my childhood. 94 really stands out. And 84 is my year. 84 oh, cool. to 80, 86, 88. To 80s. You're a 90s kid. I'm a child of the 90s. Dr. Fauci says that wearing two masks is better than one. Two masks? Yeah, well, now we've got this new this new morphy thing. This, <laughs> this new COVID morphy thing. This isn't going to work. You have enough trouble getting people to wear one mask. I know. People aren't going to start double masking Well, up. the CDC has yet to recommend that, but... Okay. Um, the poet, Amanda, Amanda Gorman, who was at the, yes, at the inauguration, she had two masks and it looks like people are picking up on that being a good idea. He basically said, if you have a physical covering with one layer and you put another layer on it, it just makes common sense that it would be more effective. So sure. But then, if, but can I, may I please? The floor is yours. Thank you. First of all, Dr. Fauci, I really respect you for all of your wonderful work. We thank you for your leadership in the midst of this unforeseen pandemic. Although, may I just bring up one point? Wouldn't three make more sense than two? Yes. Wouldn't four make more sense than three? Yes. So just to say it's common sense. Well, I mean, because, well because someone remember asked, this all- wait, just so you know, someone asked him. Would it make sense for us to be double masking? And he said, well, yeah, it's com- it's common sense that you're going to have more protection. 
I think the question was, will we be more protected? And he said, well, common sense. Yes. The more layers you have, the more protection you have. Do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic? And I get it. It's a novel coronavirus. So there's much to be learned, right? Yes. But I saw Trey Kennedy, who I've told you about on Instagram before, does some really funny videos. He did the five stages of masks, I believe is what the post was. (laughs) He did this last week. And it's very funny. It really chronicles how we have all felt about masks and what we've been told. But it starts with the Surgeon General tweeting out early in the pandemic, please stop buying masks. They are ineffective in fighting against the transmission of COVID-19. That was the early tweet, the recommendation that we got from the Surgeon General. Mm -hmm. My how things have changed. I know. And if you remember our friend Jing Lai had sent us an email when we were asking, you know, how things were going over in China. And she said, well, people wear masks. That's the key. Yet nobody was telling us that at that time. Yeah, it was it was really, really very. The situation is fluid. Fluid. It's it's novel. It's It's new. Anyway, Fauci, how much do you think he makes per year? Now, he is a. Federal employee. Okay. Okay. That limits it in some cases. Um, I'm going to say that Dr. Fauci makes $375,000 a year. Higher. Oh, no. All right. I <laughs> listen to this one. Cool it, Grant. Sorry. I was at 275 and I was thinking that's high. Oh, oh no. Man. Let's go. Here, want, let's go 435. 435. Okay. Now you're, uh, you got to go lower. Four fifteen. No, oh, very close. Very. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you four fifteen because it's four hundred and seventeen thousand six hundred and eight dollars a year. That's what he made last year. Close. Um, close. He is the highest paid federal employee in the entire country. Really? More than the president, who makes who makes two hundred and ninety five thousand a year. Nope. Four seventy five. Four hundred thousand. Right. Yep. I think it's four hundred. It's four hundred thousand, okay. and the vice president who gets three twenty-five, two seventy-five. Lower. Two fifty. Two. Lower. Nope. Higher. Two twenty-five. A little bit higher. Two thirty-five. Hey, that's what I said. Two thirty-five. That's what yeah. he said. Now this is funny to me because he did an interview uh, Fauci back in August with Matthew McConaughey and. Matthew asked Dr. Fauci if he had millions of dollars invested in like COVID vaccines. And he said, Matthew, I got zero. I'm a government worker. I have government salary. (laughs) Okay. Easy, Easy Tony. Easy, Tony. If you're making, what is it, 435? 417. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at Factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. Back that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. 17. You've got a little money in your 401k to throw at some vaccines. Dr. Fauci's colleague, Dr. Deborah Burks, makes 305972 That also tops the vice presidential salary. But they also get free housing. The Yes, the vice president does. The president. Yeah, yeah. Uh, senators and members of the House of Representatives make about 174 Nancy Pelosi made 223.5 this year. Uh, John Roberts, the Supreme Court Chief Justice. Yes. 270. Mm. Well, that's, it's a lot, yeah. but I'm glad to see that they're taking care of the guy that's in charge of, you know, keeping our, us safe keeping or us safe, giving us so. information. Uh, that's just a lot of money. Wow. A four star military general pulls down 268. It is, but it, is it? All right, how about this? Think of Nancy- the ed- I'm sorry, Steve. I was just oh. going to say think of the the education, the service, the hour I just feel oh, yeah. like appropriate. Listen, if, if we're if we're okay with the last guy getting signed on any NFL team making the same amount as Fauci. Right. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Exactly. Um now, I I get it though. It's all about what how much money your uh, your industry is is making. Nancy Pelosi um I see if you want to book her for for a speaking engagement. Ooh, what's this? It, it, there's a range, and the range is between seventy five thousand and one hundred and fifty thousand. Whoa! So it, if you it, think it, any of those government employees, John Roberts, or whatever, if you think they're making the amount that you said, girl, you cray. Yeah. Okay, so if she if she, let's just say she does one speaking engagement and she pulls in eighty grand, I wonder if that is included. Or if that's just no. The oh salary. gosh, no. no that's no, not no, her no. government that's salary. salary. Oh, so they salary. get that on top. Okay, that's so like yeah. doing, you know side work or a side job at a you know. Nice. Yeah, but I'm sure she's not getting paid in cash for that side job. No, mm. that's crazy. One hundred fifty thousand. A lot of these presidents don't they make a lot of money after they're done tours, oh, tours yeah. and speeches and yeah, they, yeah. They can just bring in dough that way, right? It's the last job sure. you'll ever need. Yeah, and, and you're on a uh, you, you get a. Like a not a pension, maybe it is a pension. You you're taking care yeah, of you like do. you're paid the rest of your life. I believe there is a pension. Hmm. After yeah, leaving. and then you get health insurance and all that other secret stuff. service and whatnot. Like the secret service follows you around, and you get a travel allowance from what I read from somewhere too. There's former, a, I'm sorry, Grant. You're good, buddy. Good. Uh, former presidents receive a pension equal to the pay that the head of an executive department would be paid, uh, two hundred nineteen thousand dollars per year. And that it begins immediately after their departure. And that's on, you know, that's a base level. That's just fun money because the book deals and that you want a, a speaking engagement. Let's see here. Hang on. Let me see. Yeah, what's Barack? See how much like, yeah, Barack or, yeah, or I'm gonna Clinton. See if I, can... I don't know if Bush does any. Uh, 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 speaking fees for former presidents. 
Okay, stand by here. I am on. Al Thought. Gore is doing a lot of stuff. Bill Clinton, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. This Th- on th- thoughtco.com. Wait, what? Th- yeah, that's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a yeah. year or a speech. No, no, no. That's per. That's per speaking engagement. Oh. Are you kidding me? Well, okay. He gives dozens of speeches a year. Each brings in between two hundred and fifty and five hundred per engagement. He also earned seven hundred and fifty k for a single speech in Hong Kong in twenty eleven. So that's his top. That's the range is two fifty to five hundred, and it better be an hour long. Uh, George W. Former former President George W. Bush. What's he getting? Hundred grand to one seventy five per speech. Uh, Barack Obama, $400,000 per speech. Holy crap. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Almost anybody in public office is doing great. They're doing fine. Let's play a game. Not every public office. Some Okay, the game is nothing to do with politics. 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on me. Bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. Game time next. It's time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. We still need a caller, so if you don't mind, there we go, picking up that phone. All right, we'll talk amongst ourselves while you grab that line. Oh, hey. Abrupt hey. music ending. Hi, Steve. How are you? Oh, great, Donna. Why? Um, I don't know. I just thought I would make conversation. I really want to win today. It's the thing. <laughs> People are doing it. Sorry, that was bad small talk. Yeah. Do you? Uh, um, are you winning the, by two? I think I'm winning by two. Yes. And I was down by two at one point, I think, last mm-hmm. week. I think I'm on a four-game winning streak. I think that... Big Mo is on my side. I would love it. I, let me just say, I would love it if a caller would partner with me. Oh, sure. I would love that. I'm just saying, I would really like the help. So okay. we could put our foot on Donna's throat. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have our caller, and I quickly just got them on the air, so I didn't catch your name. What's your first name again? Hello, caller? Hi there. You're on Donna and Steve. Who's this? Oh, this is Linda, but I can barely hear you. Oh, no, Oh, Linda. well, Linda, don't start the call by complaining. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Okay, uh, we'll we'll talk nice and loud. Make sure you keep your radio turned down. Grant will uh, describe the rules. Yes, yeah, so, Linda, basically, you can pick whoever you want to play with today. Today's topic. Now, today's topic is iconic Super Bowl commercials slash brands. So think of that. And if you want to play with Donna or Steve, and as Steve said earlier, he's on a four-game win streak. He's up nine to seven. Come on, come on, Linda. And Linda, who would you like to play with, Donna or Steve? Yeah, guys, I can't hear you. Oh, no. iconic, and I can't hear anything. Linda. Well, I'm going to grab the other other caller real quick. Thank you, Linda. Bye, Linda. Linda, Bye. Okay, Yeah, try again tomorrow. We love you. That's going great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. Don't worry. We've got a lifeline. A lot of people have wondered why we still haven't received an award, the Donna and Steve show. <laughs> we still do. It's mostly because of you. Yeah. Donna. <laughs> Just kidding. You want to do your tip right now, maybe, and then we'll get our caller here. Yeah, again. let's go tipsy for All a right, second. Oh, can I give you a Costco tip that I just got oh, sure. from someone on Instagram? We were talking about Costco earlier, right, Donna? Yes, we were, Steve. And uh, a Costco employee reached out to me on Instagram and said, if the item is marked 
whatever the decimal is, 0.97, 797, or 3497, Mm -hmm. the 97 denotes that it's on clearance. And there's also a little star up in the right-hand corner that lets you know that they are about to be out of stock of this, that it is on the way out and they're bringing something new in, so now is the time to buy. Okay. Good tip. Whatever. Thanks, Steve, for sharing that. All right. Now, I am Grant. (laughs) Yes, we, we do have a player on the phone here. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. And you are from West St. Paul, correct? Correct. And who am I speaking to? We say pay! Who am I speaking to today? That's right. What was that? Who am I speaking to today? (laughs) Melissa. Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. I apologize. I know you did tell me that a second ago, but I got distracted. All right. So, Melissa, now we'll redo this one more time. Would you like to play with Donna or Steve? Steve is on a four-game win streak. He's up nine to seven. And the topic for today is iconic Super Bowl commercials. I have to go with Steve. That's All my right. lady. Okay. That's Bye. my boo boo bear. Love you, Donna. Love, Love you, too. Donna. I get it. No hard feelings. That is my boo boo bear. <laughs> All right. So, Melissa, what I'm going to have you do is, while Steve answers the questions, just wait silently for us. And then what we'll do is we'll come back and we'll check with you to see if you can see if any of his answers need a fix or any help with any of his answers. Okay? Sounds good. All right, Melissa, here we go. Steve, you know how this works. Let's do it. This product started their campaign called You're Not You When You're Hungry during the 2010 Super Bowl. This ad featured Betty White playing a pickup football game with a group of young men. Betty eats this product and transforms herself into player they need to win the game. What is that product? Snickers. All right. This company unveiled unveiled its Super Bowl ad in which the mascot sacrifices his own life to save his commercial co-stars. The ad sparked outrage from the public as it was put on pause in light of Kobe Bryant's shocking death. Oh gosh, this is Mr. Peanut from Planters Peanuts. And this car company's funny Super Bowl ad was assembled by Boston celebrities John Krasinski, Krasinski, excuse me, Rachel Dratch, Chris Evans, and David Ortiz to promote the Smartpak feature. What was that car company? Ford. 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 Okay. I'm going to go with Ford. Melissa, would you like to help him out with any of these? Nope. I think they sound good. All right. I'm a little nervous about the Ford one, but let's, if we don't have a better guy, we'll go with that. All right. All right. Go get Donna. Uh, Well, Uh, Melly. Melly, what are you up to today? What's coming up next for you? uh, Just heading back home to start working. Okay, it sounds like you have your turn signal on. This is like when yep. the jury comes back early. Yeah. Oh, hey, Donna. Um, yeah. Hi. Um, we, the jury, find the defendant. Orenthal, James Simpson. Remember that? Yeah, I sure do. All right, Donna, you ready to go? Yep. Okay. I'm going to put the music on lightly for you right now, and uh, we'll go right after this uh, question. <laughs> oh, we have the soft gloves for soft Donna Valentine. This product uh, started their campaign called You're Not Hungry, or You're Not You, When You're Hungry during the 2010 Super Bowl ad. This ad featured Betty White playing... Snickers. All right. This company unveiled a Super Bowl ad in which its mascot sacrifices his own life to save his commercial co-star's lives. Oh. This ad sparked outrage from the public as it was put on pause in light of Kobe Bryant's shocking death. That's Mr. Peanut. And this car company's funny Super Bowl ad assembled Boston celebrities John Krasinski, Rachel Dratch, Chris Evans, and David Ortiz to promote their new Smartpak feature. Name that car company. I can't remember the car company. Smartpak. Uh, BMW. All right. We are going to go into this one, guys. 
tied. You both what? got the first two right with Snickers and Mr. and Planters Peanuts, Mr. Peanuts. Yes. The last one was Hyundai. 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 Yes. So, all right. Um, Melissa, you ready mm-hmm. to go? Yep. We've got an audio clue here. As soon as you know the company that put out this ad, say the company's name, okay? Melissa, you can yell this out, okay? So. Okay. All right, you guys. Here you. we go. Doritos. Budweiser. Oh, Doritos. shoot. No. <laughs> it is Budweiser. Yeah. 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 Nice job, Melissa. So you got yourself a nice My Talk t shirt. Way to go, Melissa. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. You can thank me. I do. Love you, Thank you. I love you, Melissa. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your t shirt. All right. <laughs> How would you say that game went overall, beginning to end? Not very well. <laughs> Especially at the beginning. Look, from, from, from beginning to end, from the start of that segment, I wish well, we could just take that all back. <laughs> we had whiny Linda who called and said, I can't hear you guys. Linda, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord in heaven. <laughs> well, uh, it did feel good to win. I and I'm up ten to seven, and I'm really hoping that the tide has Donna turned. You're the aunt at the game night who, when you put your kids to bed later, you'd be like, and just so you know, we do not conduct ourselves how Aunt Donna did at the end of that game, okay? Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I work with a Nimrod. Nimrod, that's Nimrod. good. I haven't heard that in a long time. Oh, jeez. Anyway, geez. I got stuff to share. Time for okay. a tip. Woo! Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Clap it, clap it, clap it, clap it, clap it, clap it. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Bam-be, dam-be, Now, how many of these little quick-hitting tips are we going to get? What time is it? Uh, 39. I think I'll give you... Three for sure. All righty, and I'll hit you with a transition cord for each one, starting okay. the key. Up a. These are all um, makeup tips. Okay. Mm-hmm. To make your mascara last longer, add a little saline solution. Because over time, mascara you know dries out, can become clumpy, and that's why it's recommended just to add a few drops of saline to the product. It adds moisture to the formula, creating a cleaner finish. Next up, let's see. When you're putting on eyeliner, Mm. here's a good tip. Love eyeliner. Me too. Makes the eyes pop. Really does. Rest your elbow on a counter when applying. Good idea. Right? Because then it's stationary and you yes. don't have any jittery, you know, crazy oh, fingers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the eyeliner that goes on the upper lid is, a, they're saying, let's see, you know, bottom eyeliner is easy, right? Yes. But the upper lid is different because it's nearly impossible to keep your hand perfectly still. So just try doing that. I think that that's a good tip. And I think some of us, I have a very unsteady hand, could have never been a surgeon, suck at the game operation, very shaky hand. Mm. And so this is good. Okay. When you are cleaning your brushes, and yes, you should, 
do so by using a little baby shampoo and tea tree oil. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't have to waste money on a cleaner for them like I did. Just get a little... (laughs) (laughs) Infomercial? Just mix together. No, just mix those two together. And just, you know, dip them and, you know, make sure you clean the bristles and then let them air dry until the next morning. Okay? That's all I'm going to give you for today. When we come back, we got some entertainment news to share. Oh, yeah, girl. You ain't lying. Listen, I finished another season. Let me do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I finished another season of a show that I am just digging last night. And good golly, Miss Molly, it had a moment where both my wife and I almost simultaneously said, whoa. Really? <laughs> yeah. We'll dig into that and figure out uh, what show Donna's watching. Just don't <laughs> that, worry about that it. That she says she could watch forever. It's a great show. In eternity. Would they play it in heaven? Would they play it in hell? We don't know. We'll let Donna talk about it when we come back on Donna and Steve. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including Cobra Kai, the show that Steve's been watching. Mm. Thanks Mm. for, like, actually finishing something. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ew, David. This, I finished Ted Lasso. Loved it. Then I got started on Cobra Kai. We... Got through episode 20 last night, which is the end of season two. I didn't even know that we were that far along. Oh, you finished season two? Girl. Girl. You ain't lying. You lie. <laughs> I don't believe not that. Not promise, not your strong suit. That's okay. Um, no, no, no. I finished, we finished season two last night. Next up, season three. And here's the funny thing. I had, uh, and it spun a couple questions in my mind, which I'll ask in a moment. But I had a friend say, wait until you see the season finale in season two and text me right after. I finished two later, else I would have texted him. But it was, he said, there will be like a holy bleep moment. Sure enough, we're watching it, not even realizing that we're watching the season finale. We just got lost in the episodes. Because had I known, I would have been waiting for like, okay, what's the moment that he was talking about? Yeah, it's probably better it happened like this. I think it is because then there is a, there's a big, they, they have fight scenes in Cobra Kai, of course. I'm not spoiling anything there. There's a big epic fight scene, um, at the end of season two. And there is a moment that you just, you both Lou and I were like, whoa, oh boy. Was it dark? Not going to say anything. Grant is also watching the show and is midway through season two. Yes. Aren't you, Grant? Yes. Grant heard oh. me raving about it and then tore through it. This week called his parents down in Florida. They got through a season in a day in a sitting. Yeah, the whole really? first season and on Saturday they went through the whole thing in one day. The, and I got to tell you, the lead character, who is Johnny Lawrence, I don't know the name of the actor who plays him. He is the original actor who played Johnny, who is Daniel's son's arch nemesis in Karate Kid. I haven't seen him, in a, to my knowledge, in a single thing since then. And then he shows back up in Cobra Kai. In my, and I'm sure oh, I'm yeah. wrong. I remember in my mind, this guy. Yes, and he shows back up as Johnny Lawrence again. I don't know if he's done any acting in between them, but he plays this character so perfectly. It's just really, really great. And so it's been a lot of fun to watch. And now season three starts, and I hear that people love 
season three. Yes. So I'm really pumped. And here's the question that it spun for me. How do writers of shows really always have the end in mind? And I think that in the case of Cobra Kai, at least through two seasons, it seems like they do. It seems like here is where the story and the characters start. Here is where the stories and the characters will end, and everything in the middle is where it's fluid and we determine how we want to get from that point A to that point B. But even you know, midway through season one, I'm thinking, oh, I bet you this is going to happen. And then it doesn't happen, and it goes in a different direction. Then at the end of season one, I say, oh, I bet this is going to happen. Then a few episodes, I keep guessing wrong, more or less, in terms of the arc of these characters. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because they don't do the totally typical thing that you would imagine they would do. They take some of these little fresh turns that leave you interested. Because just when you think, oh, this is oh, okay, you feel like you can sniff it out. Right. And then they make a left turn and you're like, oh. It's, oh, okay. And it's, it deals with that. growing, right? Like, I feel like as these characters grow, you think they're going to grow to where you expect them to be at. And then all of a sudden, just a little. A little notch to the left, like you said, or a little notch. Two to steps the... forward, one step back in yes. many cases. Yes. Um it's it's really interesting. And I also will say it's reminding me of when I used to watch Rocky as a kid. Mm-hmm. Anytime we watched Rocky. Rocky, and my dad would sometimes put on if we were gonna watch two or three he would say it's a it's a rocky night in Pittsburgh because there was a Mike Lang, a famous P- Pittsburgh Penguins broadcaster, would always say it's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. So he would say, "Boys, it's a hockey or it's a rocky night in Pittsburgh." And then we knew we were watching Rocky. We'd get we'd get popcorn. We'd get all pumped about it. And then invariably afterward, my brothers and I would want to go and do push-ups, sit-ups, lift weights. We wanted to be like Rocky. Oh, that's so cute. Well, I just got to tell you, not as cute now. But I have real vibes of I have long wanted to get one of those Bob punching bags. You know where it's the yeah. punching dummy? It looks like the guy. Yes, I love that. That's I my favorite workout thing. Really want to buy one of those. I wanted to buy one eight years ago. And now I'm watching this and I'm like, well, honey, I will be opening an informal dojo and it will be in the garage. And, uh, and I will teach the children self-defense and we will let our aggression out on Bob. What's a dojo? <laughs> oh hey oh donna what a question you should start you should start cobra kai it's a place where they would train oh, karate gotcha. did you try karate because this was kind of big when we were kids did you do it i don't remember if you ever saying you did or not steve did you ever I'm, try no i never did karate okay. although thank you for recognizing that i am lethal i have taken <laughs> it was somewhere between two and four weeks of brazilian jiu-jitsu and cool. to my knowledge i still have a gi which is the uh, the uniform, the roby pajama thing that you wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking one of these nights when my wife and I watch it, I'm thinking of just sneaking into my gi <laughs> so that when she comes down from putting Dev down or something, I'll just be in the living room wearing Chilling. my gi. Say, so, like, what do you want to watch? <laughs> Donna, come on. Hi, right. I'm going to get you a gi. You'll start laughing. All right. <laughs> uh, it's Can a, it's I a good come show. to your dojo? Um, yeah, Yes. I'd like to see how you punch. Oh, I can punch. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am watching Pitbulls and Parolis. It's my go-to, and I could watch this show all day long. I wow. love it so much. What do you love about it, for those who I haven't heard you know. mention this? So, they're really good at storytelling. The producers and the editors and the directing, it's just really, really well done. 
And I was thinking about that last night. I was like, what is it that I love so much about this show that you can't get on any like Animal Planet, you know, programming? Um, It's just a very interesting thing. It's about one particular place. um, And it's a, you know, a rescue, an animal rescue, a pet, a dog rescue. And they try to get these dogs adopted out. But they also catch the dogs on the street they bring them for vetting and you see the journey of one particular animal and watch him from living on the streets and being a matted mess to having heartworm and and fleas and then you see this this beautiful flower blossom and it's just the journey it's just a really sweet story that's all i don't know i love animals no 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 we're thank you and also, you know, it's really hard for people who've been incarcerated to find work. And this woman, this Tia Maria Torres, gives them work. Yeah. You know, and trusts in them and and tries to help them get acclimated back into the real world by taking care of these dogs at these pet sanctuaries. That's what I love about her is her trust that she has in the dogs and in humans and everything. It's very pleasant to see. Oh, so do I have a fellow watcher? I have watched that show. Grant's watching anything that we watch right now. We've got him in the early stage. He still likes us. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) See what we can get him to watch next. Hey, Grant's got a uh, dirt alert coming up in just a couple minutes. That I do. And then we'll talk Super Bowl. Yippee! Woo!